I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hello. I've been looking forward to this one <laughs> for two reasons. Why? It's story time, right? We said we were gonna right drop some of our drop some of our our bullshit stories with one another. Mm -hmm. And this, my friend. Well, we gotta explain what gave us that idea. Yeah. What? What did give us the idea of the the jumbo jack? Okay. Yeah. So in the bag is a Jumbo Jack from Jack in the Box. Yeah. Right? Um, well, you, you tell us. All yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know what, where you were going to go with it. So, we 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 get we talked about last time how we get paid at a whopping penny. Oh, that's right. Per yeah. episode that we do. Mm -hmm. uh, or per listen, I should say. And, uh, well, I mean, this is dating ourselves. But back in the day, a Jumbo Jack was a dollar. Literally. One dollar. One dollar. I we, think it was like a dollar seven with tax. And we wanted cheese. It was like ten cents or something, yeah. right? Um. So <laughs> I looked up how much a jumbo jack costs, and it's now like three dollars and nineteen cents. Yeah, we would have starved, dude. Back <laughs> if this were back in the day. Yeah, there's no way we had three dollars together. So essentially, what happened was is when we started seeing the the pennies trickle in, we were like, dude. Like, we hit a dollar, and we were like, we have enough to buy a Jumbo Jack. And then I realized, like, no, we don't yeah, because <laughs> of inflation. <laughs> so, we were like, let's wait till we hit $3.19. And granted, we're almost at a whopping $4. What? Yeah. <laughs> I could have got a drink, too, man. <laughs> but we hit the $3.19. I think it was last week or something like that. And um, so, we decided to celebrate our income. <laughs> <laughs> by buying a jumbo jack but there's a a nice story behind yes. the jumbo jack that what yeah when you brought this idea up and you mentioned the jumbo jack our go-to joke for food is jumbo jacks our jumbo jacks right right because they hold such high meaning to us right this isn't just a cheap ass hamburger i i can't even tell you the last time i had a jumbo jack i couldn't i it's fuck, dude probably over a decade or more more yeah the, the day you introduced me, the day we got real high class, and you you introduced me to the ultimate cheeseburger, oh, right, right. it was a wrap for Jack in the Box. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Yeah. And we had jobs at the time. You know, we yeah. were 
yeah. supporting families. We had to we had to work, so we actually had money. Yeah. So I was like, dude, I'm living the life, my man. Jump, uh, <laughs> ultimate cheeseburgers. So that brings me into why we would get a jumbo jack. Yes, that's what I wanted to get into. All right. So, well, maybe maybe we should talk. Well, what's going on first before we get into that, uh, dude? Absolutely nothing. Just work, man. Um, nothing. My life. I'm telling you, God filmed one day of my life and just put that fucker on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog day, it, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, I uh, just getting ready for the holidays. You know, we're gonna have our our Christmas uh, episode soon, right? Yep. Yep. That I guess I'll let Danny be a part of. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> You know, she's, she still rides on, if you go into our analytics, the most listened episode is the one that she was on. That doesn't mean crap. It's like, I think right now we're at like almost a hundred listens. That means that absolutely nothing. <laughs> she, so she, uh, <laughs> she, we, we were going out, we went out the other night, um, Saturday night and, um, my sister-in-law was telling her that um somebody she knows was saying that she's just absolutely in love with daniela that she watches she listened to that episode and she watches her youtube um when she comes out on the youtube channel and so she's riding high on this like see you need me uh <laughs> no just for that i take it back she can't come on <laughs> <laughs> no but the funny thing is, is that i know she's not serious she's just she's just doing it because she can yeah uh, God bless her but um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be fun to get so, around. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So let's just um, okay. Fun. What's going on with you? Sorry. Oh well, I had a big breakthrough yesterday with the. Tarnak. Oh, you did, man. Let me tell you when when I, when you sent me that little video, and you can explain more as to why this is so exciting. But when I saw that cutting, and it looked exactly like our neck. Yeah. The chills. Yeah. You had just woken me up. Right, I still had boogers in my eyes, and I'm like, "What am I watching, dude?" It was incredible. Yeah. Um, so to little give a little bit of context, up until, well, I can't really say now, but I don't know why. Whenever my phone rings, it comes out on the computer. So, um. We have always cut by hand everything up until recent, obviously recently uh, with the guitar bodies. Right. We bought a CNC machine, a big ass CNC machine, um, a little bit over a year ago. And so I've been working with uh, an engineer out of Seattle to engineer our guitar, our design, as we've talked about before in the past. Right. Uh, long story short which we always say all the time and then it turns out to be a long story. Like a 10 minutes story. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've done several, I guess, iterations of mm -hmm. the guitar neck. And most recently we decided to go for a flat guitar neck, which right. is kind of like what Fender has mm -hmm. uh, rather than doing the angled because you got to get in, it gets technical and it gets really annoying. And we're trying to be, do what's best for the guitar, but we're also trying to be efficient and um, when you have a machine like that, it's very difficult to do a scarf joint. What's called a scarf joint and whatever. Yeah. So, and for, and for those that don't know, a CNC machine is a machine that you literally plug in your dimensions and everything of your guitar, 
and, and I'm giving the, the dumbed down version of it. Plug yeah. in your dimensions, what you need, how you need it, length, width, inches, and all that. You press go, and it cuts it for you versus a bandsaw by hand. Yeah, that's an easy way to put it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, there's way more complex yeah, than that. it's but... so complex. So people have no idea how... First, you have to engineer it. So you're we're using actual engineering software. Well, yeah, but that's like, why I'm just giving... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, this is software that people build parts for, like, jet engines and, yeah. and like, stuff for. Um, so you have to engineer it. That in itself is... Oh, my gosh. Which is why we're working with um, our buddy in Seattle. Hello, um, Austin, if you are listening. <laughs> and um, so he's really helped us out a whole lot. Oh, my God. He's a godsend. Yeah. I tell Paul that... Um, in my eyes, I don't care what Eric says. I'm making an executive decision. That guy's guitars for life, dude. Yeah. If he loves our guitars that much, I'll build them one anytime he wants. Yeah, like he's really been there to help us out. He's essentially helped me to learn a, a software that people spend years in school learning. Yeah. Um, and not to say that I know it through and through. I don't. I bug him all the time. But just being able to use it and, and feel comfortable with it, um, I mean, God, it's it's crazy. People have no idea. Like, matter of fact, I honestly got to say the CNC process is probably harder than doing it by hand. Oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. And by hand, I think anybody with half a brain can do it um, as long as you have the tools. But to engineer it and then to set it up and then to make that software communicate with the machine itself and then to do the setup on the machine itself just right and get it going oh my gosh yeah. it is so nerve-wracking and this is the the i think only the the nerds out there will appreciate it but man it's all numbers yeah it's it's crazy it is the the few times that you've shown me the software it's like what yeah like the big guitar companies they have literally engineers on salary that just sit there and manage it yeah and we're doing it ourselves and see and, the, and that's the for you know people are probably like what the hell are they talking about why are you doing this our goal is to mass produce these guitars we don't want to be garage guitar salesmen right and like exactly just sell what no we want this to be our livelihood our income our full-time job this is what we want right and the beauty of it is that when we say mass produce we don't even really mean mass like like gibson like, no, no 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 so for to just kind of put things into perspective for some of you listening um gibson they make somewhere along the lines of 700 to a thousand guitars a day out of one factory yep a day that's how many they produce to put into the line. Obviously, it takes like a month or two to get a whole guitar together. Yeah. But they are cutting out that many guitars in one day. And that's for just one facility. They have probably like a dozen. So that's a day, right? Mm -hmm. Our goal, what is our top end goal was what? 200 a month. 200 a month. 200 yeah. a month. And we want to make sure that's that... That's cut or finished? Finished. Oh, yeah. Finished. 200 but a that's, month. That's when you and I... Or working side by side in the oh, shop, yeah, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Because with me still working, that's going to be hard. Yeah. No, of course. Right now, we're able to do about... Uh, with just me, we'll probably be able to do about 10 to 20 a month, yeah. which is great. Yeah. And the reason for that is because we don't want everybody to have, again, the same guitar that everybody else right. has. Like, every guitar is going to be unique in its own right. right. It's going to have something different, even though we're working on the, the machine. There's a lot of hands-on work that goes in there. I mean, pff, the machine is like literally like I would say 
20% of the process. Right. The other 80% is all hands-on stuff that you have to do. Uh, so a lot of people don't know that. But, um, but yeah, um, we're getting there. And, and by... So the success that I had was actually cutting out the neck. Um, and it was... At least I did the front side of the neck. It was flawless. And then I realized that... <laughs> Austin had made a mistake, so we had to stop. Yeah. But just the fact that we got that far was really exciting, and for me, that was a huge breakthrough. Oh, absolutely! That was you. Were, you were so paranoid about that process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, just to clear up any confusion, you can buy a neck, right? You can buy a pre-made neck, but our goal is to make head-to-toe, never more guitars. Yep. I've even learned the process and I'm still learning the process on how to actually hand make guitar pickups. Like that's how far we want to go. Mm -hmm, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I can build a guitar now from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, you're the wiring electronic component expert the setup guy. I do yeah. the frets. I have to get all the frets. But as far Proper. as the woodwork, because I'm good at playing with wood. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, man. <laughs> if anybody can handle that wood, it's my man right here. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's it's very technical, and people have no idea just how technical that stuff can be. Um, I mean, if you're, it's like I say, if if like with a guitar neck, for example, when you you've got to do the front side and then you flip in, you got to do that bottom side. If you are off by one millimeter. The whole thing you, is the shot. whole thing is ruined. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, but we're getting there. We're 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 trucking along, and and in the meantime, we're also doing a couple of one offs, which are coming out pretty cool, like the bat one. That's what I was going to say. Um, when you right now, when you were talking about how we want every guitar to be unique, yeah, we're going to have a bulk of like you know our our Raven Raven basic runs, right? right. Which will all look the same. But you've been experimenting with some cool features, like mm -hmm. on this bat one. That's yeah. going to be up. It could be up fairly soon. Actually, right? really soon, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's going to be one of our one-offs. Eric designed it, you know, but some of the features that it has that you made or created on it is stellar, man. So what was cool about that guitar is what I did is I cut out the pickup. I cut out the the, the neck pocket, cut out the ca all the cavities that needed to be cut out, and then I gave Eric the blank. Eric took it and he did an outline of mm -hmm. what he wanted, which of course is always these extravagant, uh, looks like somebody from Gore would probably play that <laughs> guitar. <laughs> and then uh, he cut it out and then I perfected it, put in all the bevels. And then I put in those scratches where I experimented. I was like, it looks like a bat. And let's put a bat, like a wounded bat. Yeah. So we put in these, I, I sit there, sat there and hand chiseled out these scratches colored uh uh, uh <laughs> with with dye i made my own uh, blood color and put it into an epoxy poured that in there and now it looks like it's a it's a bleeding bat it's pretty cool why was i laughing i don't know why oh because my fingers yeah <laughs> when the conversation gets lively and those little baddies start moving <laughs> i know he's waking up yeah 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 it's it's it was a really cool uh it's a really cool feature I think it really adds to the uniqueness yeah. of what we're trying to go for. You know what I mean? Um, Eric's, de Eric's design was pretty cool. Um, I do enjoy it. So, yeah, once you're ready to go, I get it for electronics, electronics and setups. Yeah, I just I need to finish top coating it. Um, yeah. But the most important thing and, like, what I love about what we're doing is that whenever I wake up in the morning, man... I, I'm so excited every single day to go and work. Yeah. 
like every single day, no matter what I'm doing. And there's some days that I'm kind of like, oh, I got to do this. But 95% of the time, I'm so excited. Like, um, I just really have so much fun. And I can't, what I'm really looking forward to is the day that, you know, we can start hiring people on and we can start teaching them these processes. And because that's exciting to me. And that's the, the that fills the, the void of the, the teacher in me, right? Yeah. Um, teaching people um, to come in and work with us. And, and I don't know, that's, ex- that's super exciting. And I know we're getting there slowly, but surely almost two years. You realize we started this almost, it's going to be in February. It'll be two years. The that, pandemic spawned this. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But I mean, I think we were going at a, pretty crazy rate at one point yeah and then we realized we really gotta just hone in on the craft yeah take our time um which i like right because i mean it just means everything's gonna be perfect it means we're um now it's no longer just about pushing out guitars just to make money just to you know what i mean it was fun at first and it's still fun you know the guitars that we put out initially you know like the um did we call that one the pandemic series yeah, we did a pandemic series. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a great process. Um, we're almost there. Real quick, we got to pause. Okay. All right. We're back. My my dad got home and had to get him situated. Yeah, small break. What All were right, we man. talking about? We were talking about our guitars. Everything's oh, going yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're great. Where we just spent the last 10 minutes boring the crap out of everybody. Yeah, but, hey, it's fun, right? <laughs> exactly. We're, it really is fun. We're um, almost there, so for everybody... The four of you. Yeah, I think... Maybe uh, tw- we're down to two and a half, I think. <laughs> Eric being that half. <laughs> 2022 will be a pretty good year for the guitar company. Yes, I think. yes. Yeah, I agree. So, moving on. All right, so why... why We talked a little bit about the Jumbo Jack, but we, we haven't talked about the meaning behind well, it. Well, you know what I wanted to get out of the way right away? Huh. I get it out of the way, but it's my favorite part of the... I think uh, from what you're telling me, people are really catching on to the shat uh-huh. right oh right okay that's a Let's good feature it. yeah 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 all right so i wanted to do our our episode of the shat that because once we start rolling and we get into our story times it's we're yeah, probably gonna forget, we're gonna about, forget it. about it so welcome back to another segment of the shat and today's feature is a band that i found a little over a year ago maybe two a year and a half maybe two years ago they're um i don't want to say they're small They've got uh, 233,718 followers on Spotify. You know, they're relatively known. Anyway, it's a band that goes by the name of Night Cafe. They're um, what I would consider an indie rock band, right? To me, they have a, a, a spritz of Hippocampus at times, a spritz of Kings of Leon at times. So it's that type of indie rock, right? Um, very great melodies, guitar parts are awesome. Love the bass lines, love the singer. Um, so I've been uh, I've been into them for a while now, and I think they need some shine. I think they need a little more recognition. So for the indie fans out there, the Night Cafe, particularly my favorite song from them is a song called "A Message to Myself." Um, that's off of the al- off of the album Zero One Five One. They do have quite a few uh, quite a few albums. I mean, uh, singles out. They have one full album, which is that 0151, and the rest are singles or EPs. I got to say, I did not like the climb band that you suggested last time. You do not interrupt the chat when I'm trying to give someone the shine, and then we can talk about what you don't like. <laughs> Shocker. Paul doesn't like something. 
Okay, before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. The Night Cafe. I really like them again for the indie fans. Hippocampus, Kings of Leon, that vibe. These guys have it. I love them. Check them out. I just, I just saved them so I can check them out. I always, even me, I check out every band that you suggest. You're going to like, the, I know you'll like this one. But I did not like Climb. I thought it was <clears throat> horrible and it was not heavy. Uh, that's the only way I can, I can describe it. Because if I say rock, people are going to think, KLAQ bullshit rock. So it's well, like it was close. Dude, but that gen 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 dude, they're heavy in their own right. It's cause you and I have different visions of heavy or uh thoughts, opinions, right? Yeah. It's like that deftones, quicksand type heavy. Uh-huh. Not like Poison the Well Dillinger. Heavy. I also just thought too that the the production quality of the music they had up was just okay so well, bad yeah not everyone's blessed what, what, <laughs> you put out what you can put out that that's that's uh, you and you I, just put out uh, dude, you damn right i do i'm a sure thing my man <laughs> that that's where you and i differ you know i was thinking about this the other day when i was in the shower for whatever reason i was I thinking about you, you think in the shower exactly that's i always like <laughs> either one either when i'm shatting the shower and that's what i'm thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you and i have done so many things together mm-hmm. right um different projects especially musically but like i've noticed now that now that you and i are truly business partners right i mean we fiddled around before you've asked me you know to do stuff before whatever but so i noticed that like when it comes to business you are fucking no holds barred pedal to the metal let's go yeah right Mm -hmm. i mean we were a guitar company for a day and a half. We had an FEIN number. We had all this <laughs> shit. We were a legitimate business. We didn't have one guitar. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. You make all these phone calls, this and that, this, like, boom, 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 boom. Which is scary, right? For me, I'm more cautious on that front because there's money involved. Right. Our, our social securities are involved. So I'm kind of like, whoa, man, mm-hmm. pump brakes. Right. We didn't just invent the first guitar. We are making yeah. one of millions, right? But yeah. do you take it as like, yeah, nope, this is our guitar. Yeah. And I love go, that about you. Go big or go home. Right. But when it comes to music, you drive uh-huh. me bat fucking crazy because you're the opposite. <laughs> when it comes to music, I'm like, dude, we've had four practices. We have six songs. Let's play a show in three weeks. And you're like, no. <laughs> no, we, we need to have a perfect audio. And then, and then we record one song and you don't like it. And we end up recording it a million times. So it's like, you're so backwards. You and I are literally half and half on well, that. Well, yes and no. Also, no also, also bear in mind that with the guitars the reason they're taking so long is because of my desire to get it perfect yeah no not the process i'm right. saying the fact that we went from but i see the recording the music as part of that same process but it takes for no but you will sit on it yeah. and you'll be like no and it's okay i'm a perfectionist i know you're let's take texas cutthroat for example uh-huh. we were there yeah. We were there. Right. It was late December. I remember it clearly. We were there. And yeah. I'm like, dude, all right. We had a band practice with Sammy. Um, I remember that. Right? Yeah. I said, we're there. We have our songs. Let's book a show. You know what you hit me with? Nah, I want to write a whole album. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I forgot about that. It's so crazy how the one thing that we know we can really push and push fast. Yeah. You're like, bump the brakes. <laughs> But Eric shows us one guitar, and we're like, "Dude, we're a global uh, guitar company. We now have this. We now have that. We're gonna do this. We got taxes. We got a, we got a financial advisor. We got all this shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, but we we don't have one thing. Yeah, we don't have product." <laughs> well, it's funny though because in a weird way, like the music 
the songs, the record. I see the recordings as the product more than I know. You see the live show as the product in a way, but I see the recordings themselves, and I just want to perfect that and get people as much as possible. Yeah, no, I give you that. Yeah, but I'm of what we used to do. Right, we were never spoiled before. We never had a studio like we do now. Speaking of Austin, he just messaged. Hello, Austin. Again, I hope that means that he's done. Fingers crossed, buddy. Guitars for life. Pull through. Um. But to me, it's like, you can play a show without having an album. Yeah. We can easily I I do just, that. I, I just feel like it's... Let's not forget that we don't have CDs anymore. <laughs> right? So it's Thank like... Thank God. Stop it. We're going to have one. <laughs> I will have one. I will send... I'll, I'll send one order request. You know request. how ridiculous the CD thing has gotten? I don't care. Let me, let me show you something. Let me, let me explain something. And it has nothing to do with music. But... So I bought one of the new Xboxes, right? Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't even have a disc thing anymore. Oh, you went the digital route? Yeah. Really? Yeah, which I prefer. Right. Right? So I pre-ordered and I paid extra for the one of my favorite games I've played since day one. And I'm talking like 1990s. Tomb Raider? Battlefield. Oh. <laughs> I started off on the PC and then eventually it evolved. Anyhow... um, Sorry, Austin. Is that tech. what you do to me? Sorry. It's Is that what you do to me? You look at your cute little watch and you're like, fuck this dude. I'll text him back in an hour. <laughs> no, no. It's because Austin texted me and I was looking at his message. That's not, That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. When no. I text you, you do that with your no, cute actually, little No, actually, I don't get regular texts. I only get like certain messengers on my watch. Oh. I don't know why. But anyways, um, so I pre-ordered this game. Uh-huh. I paid like double the cost for like the extras, mm-hmm. right? They send me a... All of a sudden, I get in the mail a case like a special edition case i open it up no disc (laughs) exactly i was just like why do i want a case you literally got just what would be the yeah just the cover (laughs) i was like i paid 50 dollars for this It was the most ridiculous thing ever because even when i got it i was like well why do i need this i don't have a disc thing yeah. but whatever and then i open it up and i'm like wow there's not even a like what hey but it's limited edition right is it i guess well there you go one day an empty case is going to be worth some money it's just ridiculous that's so funny that you went that route my son and i he's been wanting a playstation 5 he loves both right yeah. don't roll your eyes don't forget where you come from what did we start off on actually if you want to go back no, i started okay. off before playstation we all did I'm not talking okay, Sega, you, Nintendo 64. I took a break. I took a break after the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Which was amazing, by the way. And then here's... We're gonna we're talking nerd talk again. And then all of a sudden, I kind of took a break. And then you brought me back with the original PlayStation Tomb Raider. Right. Yeah. Which so is a great... Another story. That's what I'm talking about. Don't don't forget where you come from. <sighs> yeah. Any hooser. But that's my problem with PlayStation, though. They have not updated those controllers since then that's That's it that's the main reason why i don't well that and then also because xbox especially the new stuff is like triple the graphics everything compared to the new playstation 5 all right fine you're now you're nerding out on me that i have no idea what you're talking (laughs) about um but he could have had a playstation months ago Mm -hmm. but his beef because he's true ariano was like nope i want the disc I want really? the disc, and for and that one, as much as you say CDs and discs are stupid, that one's always fucking sold out. I could find a digital version like this. Well, the Xbox barely came back. That one was sold out for the longest time. I actually lucked out on getting mine. 
the PlayStation one, you could find them yeah. here and there, right? Like, it was but a also because easier. the the disc version actually has updated. Um, like the the Xbox that I got, I got the white one. It's not actually the specs aren't as good as the black one. I yeah. couldn't find that one, so mm-hmm. I just ended up getting the white one. Mm. Um, but anyways, yeah. Like I'm not a video game guy anymore. I I've told you before. I I enjoy playing with you, right? right? Like Tony Hawk was our thing, and Tomb Raider, and Gran Turismo. Um, my wife introduced me to this one game years ago that I. It's the biggest reason why I wanted the PlayStation Five. Anybody who knows me, I'm completely enamored with the Asian culture. I love ninjas, right? There's a game called Tenchu that they had on the old Xbox. Mm-hmm. She bought it. My wife bought it. She showed. She used to play that game. She introduced me to that game. Anyway, I ended up falling in love with it. My favorite game in the whole entire world. Button smasher. I couldn't find it. Yeah. You're one of those. I couldn't find it, right? I, or they stopped me. I don't I don't know. Anyway, long story short, they're bringing it back to, to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get you a PlayStation just so I can do that. I sold my... I got the PlayStation. I've had... I think I've sold every PlayStation that I have. But um, matter of fact, the PlayStation 4, I gave it to Eric. Um, Dude, I have a whole corner of my attic dedicated to video games that are in discs that's why i don't like them do you still like, have the have, original playstation what do we do with that i have it somewhere i have Indeed. like three of them <clears throat> that's awesome i have i even have i mean i have too many things i hate tangible i'm starting to really just hate tangible things All right and i love them so the day you think you don't want them let me hold on to them for you you know what's so funny you say that i almost gave it to my son no, I'm not saying give it to me. I'm right. saying let me hold on to it so right, you don't right. make a stupid mistake right. and lose out on money years I, down the line. I was going to give them to him, but then I was like, I feel like I'm passing the burden of clutter. I love clutter. <laughs> I, I love that burden. <laughs> so the, the day you decide to make a stupid mistake, let me hold on to them for you. All right. Okay. All and right. You'll, you'll thank me later. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. Let's get into it. All right, man. We so, should have uh, a video game episode. Then I can do my own little segment. Dude, you know <laughs> what? Yeah, you can. You want to know why? Because Aiden and I try playing, playing. Like, I love Batman games. and My favorite video games are fighting games. But have, now, I, have I let you play the Batman VR? No. Oh, my God, dude. That is really? amazing. Yeah. All right. We're, we're going to skip a few podcast episodes because when I'm here, that's what I want to do. It is so good. So, what, anyway, what I'm trying to get at is these first-person, like... Um, Fortnite and halo and just being the guy the person moving right mm-hmm. it throws me off i can't do it i can't like ever i don't know where i'm going i, I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I, what I'm watching i can't see anything i always lose those games in like right seconds well it's like the other night when i texted you that daniela was playing far cry yeah and you didn't know what it was so i sent you the trailer and you were like what the hell yeah because it looks like a movie yeah and like so the that's graphics why, are crazy yeah like i i enjoy even though she frustrates me because she's not as good as I am. I, uh, I, who I, is? Actually, my son is. My <laughs> I love watching my son play because he's just like, he schools me, man. But I'll, also, he his first word was Tony Hawk because of the video game. Technically, it was Tone Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Tone Hawk? Tone Hawk? <laughs> and like literally, um, he's been playing since he was like two years old. So he's see, you, amazing. You, yeah, you're getting me in the mood now, man. This all ties into our story. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we have a Jumbo Jack here. Yes. The 
The Jumbo Jack in our life holds more weight than most people would think, right? Mm-hmm. For me, and I didn't, I didn't touch on it on our on our Thanksgiving what we're thankful for mm-hmm. um, episode. The day we were on tour, I had no money. You had more money than I did at the time, right? Mm-hmm. It was one time your mom, yeah, sprung out and said, "Here's four dollars or whatever, <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah, you had." Exactly. And you were like, aren't you eating? And I was like, no, man, I don't have any money, but I'll, I'll figure it out. And you were like, no, man. And this is when I fell in love with you. We were still, we were friends at the time because we were band members. Right. But we weren't, this is the kind of person I knew you were. Right. When this happened. You cut it in half without me knowing. And you said, here, I'm not going to eat without you. Those yeah. are almost your exact words. Right. And you were like, here, eat this. And I'm like, no, man, you don't have any money either. What are you going to do later? And you're like, dude, I want you to eat. You eat it. Yeah. Right then and there, I said, this is a beautiful fucking person. He's got a beautiful smile, amazing pinkies. Like, what did I do to deserve this, man? Wait, wait. Just imagine me handing you that with my pinkies <laughs> little in the pink. air. You didn't, you didn't pass it to me palm up, like here, like a man would. You went like a cup of tea here. <laughs> oh, God. That's when I knew. Yeah. But anyway, after that, you know, you and I got closer and we started literally always putting our pennies together yeah after that every tour after that it was i would ask you hey did you get any money and you were like yeah i got like six bucks or something. Yeah. And i was like dude my dad gave me 10 bucks and i stole four dollars from my dad i right. mean from my brother yeah so we'd have like 17 dollars between the two of us for three days and that's what we would always do yeah to conserve our money we would buy a jumbo jack and we would split it yeah and and, and a lot of time that was all we would eat all day all day yep. yeah one day jumbo jack and sometimes we would be like, hey, we got some extra money. Let's get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but we would always order the water because the water was free. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we did. And the other idiots in our band were having a full smorgasbord. Oh, yeah. Board. That was the worst part. Like, I'll never forget, like, when you left the band, I was now on my own on tour. And these motherfuckers, okay, there's four of us, three of them. I shit you not. I'm not joking, Adrian. I'll have um, two number sixes, large, fat, plus um, an extra order of whatever. And here I am, dude, counting my freaking change. Um, can I have a cup of water? <laughs> like, you wouldn't happen to have a warm cup of water, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good quote. No, I do. But I, yeah, like yeah. I'll never forget it. Matter of fact, that actually led to not led to but that was actually a big part of my discontent being on tour with those guys let's pause because that's one of our stories that i want to bring up yeah that whole situation all right so we're gonna asmr this motherfucker dude look at this look at how high class <laughs> and then it, you open it up and it probably it, but it came in a box what? i remember them coming in that little because they were yeah. the cheap ones they yeah, were the yeah. dollar ones that came in the little plastic what's amazing is that Whoa. adrian ordered a jumbo jack at eight o'clock in the morning they were probably like what, what? this fat son of a bitch wants so a jumbo jack at eight just in the really something interesting is like Dude. i never eat breakfast and neither does adrian no so i this, have i'm breaking my fast yeah for the first time and I normally try to hit 16, maybe 18 hours of fasting. Yeah. And I have not had some... What time is it? It is 9.20. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, I don't eat until about mm, 2, 3, sometimes maybe 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, I take my supplements and have my coffee and that's about it. Dude, look at this. It's, it's actually... Dude, this is like... And a, the bread? This wow. is a burger weight. <laughs> 
dude, this this is not a jumbo jack that we used. To, ours no. were ours were flat. Yeah. Holy shit! It actually looks good. It does. And then and then I'm eating meat, which is oh, again right. goes against that's right. what I eat. But that's okay. It's I wonder if it's gonna taste the same. So if you have that, um, Adrian's cutting it right now. If you have that thing where you don't like the way it sounds when other people eat, I'm sorry. Turn off. Turn off the episode now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're gonna eat. This is my first breakfast in a long... Actually, no, I had one with Pepe the other day. But even then, that's weird. Mm, I ate with Pepe. <laughs> oh, shit. I got, I, got some sh- I got some schmutz on your... Uh... That's all right. Well, whoever sits on his chair next, their ass is going to smell like onions. You get the bigger piece. No, you get the bigger oh, piece. Oh, come on. You like it I'm big... already the fat kid. You like it bigger. <laughs> that... Dude. You did that on purpose. I did... All right, fine. Here, give it to me. Since you don't eat meat, I'll take one for the team. Exactly. Oh, dude, I thought my cutting skills were on point. Look at that. <laughs> wait, wait, Don't bite it yet. I gotta take the onions. I'm hungry, Agent. I gotta take the onions out. Oh, what? Did you always do onions. that before? Yes. Give me your onions. Hey, Are there? Bro, there's bro. no onions. There used to be onions in this. Yeah. Wow. Oh, dude, you know what? I just got a flashback. <laughs> you used to do this all the time, and I used to get so annoyed. You would take out the lettuce, and, and you know what else did you, you you taught me to do? When we would actually be able to afford the ultimate cheeseburger, I just remembered. Take out one patty. You take out one patty, yeah. and you would eat your fries with I it. I still do that. Dude, my wife thinks it's the weirdest thing. No, so let like, me tell everybody. Yeah. If you want your food to feel like you have more, you get a double double hamburger. You take out one patty, you put it to the side, you eat your burger as a normal burger, but then when you're done, I like to cut little I like to cut my, my extra patty into pieces and I'll take two French fries, a piece of meat, and I'll dip it in some ketchup and I'll eat it like that. So it's like <laughs> it just made your meal bigger. <laughs> I still do that to the very I had day. forgotten about that until right now, sing your Okay, your... wait. So here. Cheers. Cheers. This is uh literally enjoying the fruits of our labor. Wow. Let's yeah. see what happens. Tastes like a jumbo jack. Yeah, it does. Just like I remember it. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> Take that outside and come back to when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's supplemental income? Two kingpin references, right? Was the last one a kingpin reference? I don't remember. Dude. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. We're going to share the napkin, too. We are. I'll use your lettuce as a napkin. (laughs) Dude. Feels like it's 1996 again, and we're on tour. And once we're done with this, we're going to have a basic. (laughs) Those are cigarettes, by the way. We're not really going to have one. Wow. Well, that was really good. Wow. Oh, you're done because you got the fucking small piece. Yep. I'm still munching over here. That was really good, though. Wow. You know what's killing it for me? Hmm. The bread is too good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a higher-end bread. Yeah, it's got like the... So maybe that's why they added the $2.19. <laughs> you bastards, we wanted the cheap experience. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm drinking a kombucha with it, which is weird. I was used to drinking a Dr. Pepper. Dude. Wow. I can't find it. I dropped the top. People are like, this is the weirdest fucking episode these dudes have put out. <laughs> but you know what? It does. It brings back memories. It does. It's really weird. It really does. They taste the same. They're, they're, I can smell Phoenix, dude, for whatever reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel Phoenix when I, when I eat this. And Phoenix is a guy that we used to share. <laughs> As a guy we used to share. <laughs> we spent a lot of time in Phoenix because uh, of our producer that lived there. And, um, we, and then when we toured, we always played Phoenix. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That was a really good... Uh... But you know what's weird? Whenever I do actually eat breakfast... I know this is going off on something weird. <clears throat> By noon, I'm hungry again. When I don't eat anything... I'm not hungry all day long. Yeah. I'm the same way. I have to fight it. I'm not a machine, right? I, I, I have urges. Yeah. But I have to fight them hard. I know. I have to push you <laughs> off half the time. <laughs> Adrian, my dad's here. <laughs> but when I actually do, there's days that I'm like, oh, dude, fuck it. I can't hold it. I have to eat. I'm yeah. hungry. I can't stop after that. Yeah. Like, yeah, once you start. Yeah. Once I start, once you start, I can't stop. Stings. <laughs> I've already or, started. Yeah. Oh, so I always think of uh, that other one too. Um, I can't pull over. I can't. I'm already pulled over. I can't pull over oh, any further. What movie is that? Um, oh, uh, Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull over. I can't pull over any farther. I'm already pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was good. So yeah, it was. Sorry, everybody. We that were... was a celebratory Jumbo Jack for hitting $3.19 on our podcast. We are enjoying the fruits of our labor and story time. That's going to be the title of the podcast today, I think we decided weeks ago. Yeah. So what I love about the Jumbo Jack, again, is it's a part of our history. It's a part of our family. I, I even think that if we were to tour tomorrow, almost just instinctively, like we have to have Jack in the Box. Yeah. Though we'd you know upscale it now because we're adults but i think we would still want to keep that tradition alive right it's, it's worth breaking the fast it's worth being not vegan for a day yeah i'm all carved up now man like i'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> so um another part of this episode and the reason why we were doing this is we were the last one we said we we're going to tell some of our stories right yeah. we've, we've had a friend of ours say hey you guys should talk about this story or that story yeah. And so yeah we too thought we have we thought we'd have a little bit of story time too many to share but yeah oh i mean yeah almost should, i think we should start off with the one that that justin said that we should no share. i want to start off with the one we just almost unintentionally oh went into so paul and i were in a band together a band called swim right <sighs> We brought him in. You guys heard that whole story. He and I fell in love. We used to hate each other. What not? <laughs> so the band goes on for a few years, and I just I just start not enjoying it. Yeah. It's just, you know, things between the, the drummer and I were <clears throat> getting out of hand. Um, my singer at the time, who, prior to Paul, he was my best friend, right? Like, he and I were very close. He started changing, and I just I just wasn't feeling it anymore. You know what I mean? So I decided um, I, decided I was going to quit. So one day after school, I went to Paul's house. <laughs> we're outside, we're talking, and I told him, I said, dude, I, th I think I'm out. I think I'm done, <laughs> right? 
and at first he was like no man you can't blah blah and i was like no man you know i, I love you you know you and i are forever going to be friends and this doesn't end our relationship but i think i'm done and you were like you know what i've been kind of feeling it too and you know what fuck it if you quit i'll quit and i was like <laughs> what half. and i was like really and you were like yeah and then we'll start something like we'll do something but yeah if you do it i do it i said all right cool fuck yeah i got my best friend i'm out boom i quit i quit that motherfucker fast right because i knew the biggest part of my hesitation was you yep as soon as i do it two days later <laughs> hey man i fucking did it norm is mad and he's probably gonna be pissed if you do it. and you're like yeah um i'm not gonna do it <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> and you're like yeah dude i just um i'm gonna stick it out and i don't even remember your bullshit excuse because i saw red and i said fuck this dude man yeah what true half and half um nature yeah and as soon as i quit you guys started opening up for all these fuck like everything just started so maybe yeah. maybe i was the one to hold but you know what i was or... i honestly was miserable the entire time yeah. that was such a miserable experience we were i mean we did some really cool shit but i was dude we would go on tour every person in that well the drummer and the bass player would go off on their own our singer would go off on his own and I was all by myself, like just oh, what am where, I gonna do? Oh, where could my Adrian be? <laughs> I was miserable. I was miserable. I was like Good, you deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up um we came off we were coming back from a tour and our last show was here in El Paso and I actually quit in the middle of that show. Yeah, you did. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Especially now. I'm not gonna get into that, but fuck those guys yeah we shouldn't legally we shouldn't (laughs) exactly (laughs) but yeah that was a that story just took place of one of my other stories because you just brought it up right so yeah you made me mad about it i mean it all ended up working out we found uh i I joined another band yeah but um ultimately we got ashling together we got back together yeah you know what's so weird i remember the day that i truly I, i always you and I still kept in touch, right? It wasn't. It's not like we were completely done with each other, right? I finally forgave you because I'm. I always do. Um, but you had just had your firstborn, and for whatever reason, that singer and I. He, well, okay, fine. Now I got to start a whole another one. He had, at that singer of the, the band that I quit that Paul was in. That singer and I started another band, mm-hmm. like a year later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for whatever reason, he was like, "Hey, Paul had his baby. Let's go see him." And I was like, "Yeah, all right." Oh, yeah, so I the day that. the day we went to the beachcomber house yeah was a day almost like a week later we just went right back into it i still i was still in that band super soul remember mm-hmm. i was still go on tour and whatnot but in between i'd be hanging out with you yeah i remember that i forgot about that yeah your son brought us back together <laughs> thank you damien i love you <laughs> um yeah that was a good one i yeah. told i mean i love that story because it's <laughs> it's hilarious yeah because you got me pumped <laughs> I went out and I called no I called that dude and I'm like, "Hey man, I'm out." You're he and I got in this big old argument. I went to go pick up my stuff and then the whole time I'm like, "Paul and I are going to take over the world." <laughs> Little did I know. Yeah, he that pussied out. <laughs> I mean, that band essentially was me, you, and our singer at that time. <clears throat> yeah. And then we brought in other people um which we shouldn't have. 
Yeah. And I have no qualms talking about that. Um, we actually had a temporary drummer filling in at the time, which was Danny Garcia of Pissing Razors, which was amazing. Eddie. I mean, yeah. Danny. Sorry, Danny's his brother. Yeah. Eddie Gar- Garcia, um, which that was amazing. But he just, you know, he had Pissing Razors. It was, it was he, you know, he, he, he was filling in, which in hindsight, we should have just been like, dude, can you please be our permanent drummer? Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Things happen. Yeah. That's my story number one. <laughs> I have so many, Adrian. Um, that pissing razor story actually leads into one of my other no, stories go for that it. I go, love. Go, do it. Okay. So, uh, so rewind back. Paul and I are in this band. We, I, Paul joins our band. Uh, we practice. It ends up working. We're all excited about our first show. I hope you know where I'm going for this. <laughs> As soon as you said that. Oh, yeah. People have heard me say that I love your ass in more ways than one. (laughs) Right? Your ass is the highlight of many parties, many topics. You got to talk about the temperature at the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, it was our first show. Together. Yeah, first show together in this band. First show together, period. Which was pretty awesome it was like a hot june or july day didn't we have the cd release signing at the yeah we had a cd release signing first at some record store i forgot what record store it was that was awesome there was like a line out the door like i was like what is this yeah you felt special right we looked at you like see see what you get (laughs) yeah so um we have our show that night at this amazing spot that we used to love called club 101 i didn't know this until much later but the show starts, we're throwing down. I look over and I'm like, oh, this this is the one, right? <laughs> like, this guy is incredible. Like, he fits. He's got that look. Wait. Like, he, right? We got Eddie on the drums and like, it, we were just on fire that night. The yeah. crowd was jumping. It was amazing. One of the best shows I played. Yeah. Fast forward years later, <laughs> what did you tell me about that show? What is so it first, it was like 112 degrees outside. Yeah. We was... had a van that we would put the equipment in. And I'll never forget, I was lying in the van, no air conditioning on, super hot. I was nervous. <laughs> I was extremely nervous. I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> you you thought you were going to relieve some pressure. I sharded. Yeah. And you, you thought you were going to relieve some pressure. I'm just going to give a little... <laughs> but you let one slip past the goalie, my man. <laughs> I mean, I did clean up. <laughs> I did clean up. I went to the... I would always go to the women's restroom because the women's restroom actually had toilet paper. I cleaned up. I mean, as best as I could. Yeah, yeah. But I played the show that way. Yeah. I mean, I had no choice. I, there was... It was literally like an hour before we were to go on stage. <laughs> Most people would have taken their underwear off, threw them away. Or but, but pulled you, a, one of our other friends, what he used to do. Turn him inside out. Turn him inside out <laughs> and then wash his ass in the sink. Oh. Yeah, but I think... I couldn't turn it inside out. That's <sighs> You couldn't because when you shart, that, <laughs> that's not... That's a soupy one, dude. You know what I'm saying? So that shit seeped through the other Thank side. Thank God there's only probably about one person listening at this point. <laughs> hey, man. We got plenty of more. Let me tell you. All of my stories have to do with your ass. Oh, my God. You want to know what's funny? This is going to turn into, like, all the times that Paul started. Oh, yeah, story. dude. You want to see my list? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tell you, dude. I love your ass for so many reasons. Uh, I mean, 
anybody out there that says that they've never sharded is lying. You are wholeheartedly, man. Yeah. You need to get right with God the if you're going to lie to people like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The difference is I don't mind sharing those oh, stories. Oh, I know you don't, man. I got I got a doozy. <laughs> so that reminds me of one of the stories I have on here. Okay. <clears throat> when White Pony came out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. So White Pony, Deftones' third album, comes mm-hmm. out. Again, I've told everybody I am a fan of the first two albums, so I was extremely excited about the third album. Wait, you don't love White Pony? I thought you did. Oh, I do. I do. But I'm saying is that that's why I was so excited about White Pony. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. And so we knew it was going to come out. We woke up super early that day so we can go buy it as soon as the store opened. Well, let me add on to that story. Okay. What most people don't know is I blew my chance at college for you. And the Deftones. The day that album dropped, oh, that's right. I had I had to take my acceptance exam to UTEP. My stepdad paid for everything. He was like, dude, I'm going to be in town for two days. You're going to do this. And I was like, oh, yes, sir, absolutely. I, I need to go to college. Lo and behold, White Pony Day. Paul's all <laughs> excited. He gets me excited. And I'm like, yeah, I could take a test some other time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow, I yeah. forgot about that. Yep. You're welcome, Deftones. Wow. Well, I rewarded you with the rest of the story. You did. Go ahead. <clears throat> so we go pick it up bright and early. Um, we get back to my house. Mm-hmm. We put it in and we just lie down. Wait, we put what in? We're still talking about the CD the, at the time? The CD, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we put the CD in first. Yeah, thank you. Um, actually, no, you wouldn't have wanted to put anything in after what happens. <clears throat> so... We're lying there, and we're listening to it, and it was a great album. Was it after or was it during? I think it was after. All right. I just, I I farted. <laughs> so you thought. <laughs> and I looked at you. Oh, no. You said to me, you better go check yourself. And oh, then that's... I said, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, okay. That was way after, though. Yeah. We listened. It was the same, oh, it was the right. same day. Yeah. I, I practically lived with you without sleeping there right, right right so we spent the whole morning listening to the album nighttime comes upon us and we're playing video games we our, our nightly routine we're playing video games um and i just see you lift your cheek right and i said this <laughs> motherfucker's gonna fart right nothing new so as soon as you fart it made this horrendous sound <laughs> you put your cheek back on the floor as and i looked does. at I, I looked at you and i was like yo man i think you need to go check yourself and you're like nah i'm good <laughs> But before, but actually, you didn't even make it that far. You go, nah, I'm... <laughs> and you get this blank stare. It, as almost, almost as if you just felt it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> and you took off, and you came back 10 minutes later, and you're dying. And I'm like, let me guess. You're like, yeah, I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I let one slip past the goalie. Yeah, you did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was, But that one was okay, because I was home at least. Yeah, you were home. And all right, so... This is going to tie into you were gone for 10 minutes. You, air quote, cleaned up. Okay. <laughs> so, what I find out about my lovely brother is he, uh, most people would either wash their underwear, right? Put in the wash right away or just fucking throw them away. Light those motherfuckers on fire and throw them away. Right? Okay. <laughs> you, for whatever reason, like to collect them. <laughs> So 
you had a bag. Yeah. It looked, and this is going to tell people how many times you shart yourself. You had a bag, like a Walmart bag, full of underwear that you shit on. I can't breathe. So I knew about the bag, and I'm like, dang, man, like, well, what do you do with it? You're like, I just keep it in my closet. For whatever reason, you told me about this bag. And that's like, all right, that's fine. I guess. What am I going to do? I'm never in your closet. I don't care. <clears throat> let's fast Let's fast forward to the day you have to move out of this house. <laughs> okay? I'm helping you move out. It's kind of like a shotgun move because we have to move shit quick. We left a lot of shit behind. But we have to make sure to get, you know, the stuff in the bedrooms and the closets out. I'm in your closet. And I, I totally forget about this bag. I'm, pu- I'm pulling shit off the shelf. And out of nowhere, I just see this bag coming at me. And it just it just hits me in the face. Boom. And it doesn't like hit and bounce. Like it hits me in the face and it kind of sits there for a second and slides off. And I and I, and out of nowhere I just stop and it hits me and I'm like And I and like like a girl, "Hey Paul, what'd you do with that shit bag?" And you're like, "Oh, be careful. It's in the closet on the top." Oh god. <laughs> I got pelted in the face with a bag of shat underwear. Oh, God, I'm sweating. Oh. Uh, dude, most people would have been mad. I, I kind of did the, eh, at least I love them type of thing. <laughs> you know what's amazing, though? I actually went like a good 15 years after that without ever sharding again. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that. <clears throat> But that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> and that 15 years marked f- four months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, that was good shit. Yeah, that, that was, was hilarious. I don't what... even know why I kept it in the bag. I think I was just. I think your goal was to eventually discard of it, right? Like, yeah, throw it away or what have you. But for <laughs> but whatever became, reason... for comedic value, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep all of them. <laughs> Oh my god, that was hilarious. You know what's so weird, dude? Like, you know, you're you're, you're well educated now and I've grown up, I have a career. Like, we are not the people we used to be when we were 17, 18, 19. Right. Actually, right. Yeah, yeah. We were some pretty fucked up kids, dude. <laughs> yeah. You remember my cup? Dude, I have that on my list too. Oh man, bring it up. You do it then since <sighs> it's on your list. Let me get into something else. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we we did. So, man, half of these stories are like stupid shit that I did. Yeah, duh. Uh, my dad raised me right. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you listening, for me, everything is all about comedic value. Yes. Like, even if it's extreme, like everybody knows. Matter of fact, I was in a group message the other day and everybody's making jokes and I just take it to a different level. And everybody's always like, oh, that's when everybody face palms. Yeah. But see, I love that reaction, yeah, right? I know you do, yeah. I've always been the type that's like, um, I'm not going to one-up you. I'm going to like 10-up you. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely the one-upper in all aspects <laughs> of life. <laughs> and But for me, it's all about that extreme comedy. Um, it's worth the reaction that people have. You know, and I love it. I mean, not it hasn't happened at all recently, but back in the day, when we'd be in a crowd and you would do something. Yeah. And I knew why you were doing it. <laughs> and you and I are the only two people fucking dying. Yeah. Dude, and everyone's looking at us like, I can't believe you just did that. Yeah. I can't believe you just said that. And we are dying in the corner. 
Because <laughs> you didn't tell me you were going to do it. I just knew you did it, and I automatically knew why you did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I'm willing to always go that extra mile <clears throat> if it puts a smile on somebody's face. Yeah, hell yeah. Or a disgusted look on somebody's <laughs> face. Either way, it's it's worth it. It's kind of like that YouTube video when I showed you that one video before we started, just so I can get your expression on camera. Wait a minute. That video is on YouTube? Oh, no, it wasn't YouTube. It was, uh, it was sorry, it was, uh, I don't even know where it was now. I don't I even know. Say, that video dang. still circulates through our friends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that's the worst video I've ever seen in my life. But again, that's a great example of how I waited till I put record on the camera and I made you watch that video just so I could see your expression. Yeah, so you, so you scar me. Yeah. For fucking ever. I think everybody's <clears throat> scarred for life after watching that video. Except for you and Danny, for whatever no, reason. Danny's the one that's not. I'm freaking, I can't watch it. I still cannot watch it. I watch five seconds and I'm out. She made gifts out of them and <laughs> sends them randomly in our group messages. All right, she's back in. I'll let her come in on our Christmas episode <clears throat> okay so, so what's your story oh i don't know i guess the cup is a good one talk yeah let's talk about the cup i have a lot i have a bunch of them i mean we might actually end up having to do a part two because i have so many damn stories that's fine we could part two it man uh you actually have more than i do go ahead now you bring one up we'll bring the cup up some of them aren't funny they're just very memorable like that's fine um i was gonna talk about when we were at uh, Greg Hetson's house from Bad Religion mm-hmm. and the flood. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just going to talk about that was, to me, it was a very memorable, <laughs> that was t- terrible, but memorable at the same time. So we actually stayed for a few weeks at, uh, it was a couple of weeks at least. Yeah. Um, Greg Hetson from Bad Religion, he was on tour. We were recording in his studio in his backyard. And LA happens to get the like, hundred year flood and his flood his house is completely flooded we literally we lived with like five inches of water up to our ankles for like for all that time yeah um the beds were drenched we were we had to rent a thing to try to get the water out um it was just miserable we ended up sleeping in that little shack studio yeah it was just a miserable five sardines miserable experience but at the same time we were like dude we're in greg hetson's house yeah like this is cool but at the same time it was so miserable it sucked yeah but um i just think about that and when i think about like memorable experiences moments and there's a lot that we could talk about that actually went on during that time but i just thought about that and i was like that was a really really cool that's a a cool story i actually forgot about that yeah it's like a really cool story to to share um I want to get into the one where the one that uh, Justin requested. Yeah, <laughs> you got to tell that one. So, dead middle of summer, we were asked to play the MTV um, caffeine tour. Caffeine tour, right? With uh, Long Beach Dub All Stars. Yeah, Carmen Electra was there. Yeah, like it was a big old star-studded thing mm-hmm. here in El Paso. We were asked to play it, and. Um, so that was middle of summer. I'm going to say July-ish. Hot as shit, right? El Paso Desert. Very hot. We're getting ready to go to the show. We have the car loaded up. I'm in the back seat. And to the right of me are two amps, right? So you, you can't see me from the right. Yeah. Paul's in the passenger side. Yep. We have to stop off at a store. I don't even remember. 
So you and I were left in the car. Keep in mind, I hung over. I'm big time hung over, right? I remember that vividly. Yeah, yeah. I'm big time hung over. It's hot. This mm-hmm. car is the... I think it was your old little maroon car, wasn't it? Your like little Nissan or whatever it was. I don't even remember. So windows are rolled down because I think you had a wonky air conditioner. I'm fucking melting in the background. I mean, in the back, I'm hung over, right? You're just sitting there. Again, all windows are rolled down. There's a car next to us. So from... So whoever's in that car... Yeah, that lady's point of view, all she sees is you. Because I remember it was yeah. a lady. Right, you, you, right. Why, was, you told me it was It was some, an older lady, yeah. yeah. So all she can see is Paul because the back window on the pass on the passenger side is covered with amps. So yeah. I'm curled in a ball, literally, because this was a small car. <laughs> yeah. We had to fit two amps. I'm in this fucking contorted spot, right? Yeah. Anyway, hungover. The, so you're in the driver behind the driver's seat. Yeah. In the back. Behind the driver's seat in the back. Yeah. Again, hungover. <laughs> I, I keep saying this because for for you beer drinkers, the beer farts the next day are wretched <laughs> so i thought i'm gonna be slick i gotta i'm just gonna let one go it's gonna be all right you know it's paul no big deal but for whatever reason this noise just came out of my ass dude <laughs> hard and it was loud and paul just and it <laughs> wafted up instantly instantly <laughs> like death just came into that car but the, the noise itself was, it was loud yeah. and it hit me like a punch in the face <laughs> it was so loud that as it was happening this lady looks over at paul and paul just goes oh adrian yeah. and but but keep in mind as i'm saying that i'm saying oh adrian and as i'm saying that i'm turning and i'm noticing her staring at me and she's like this motherfucker's by himself blaming <laughs> yeah. that shit on somebody yeah. that's... <laughs> she obviously heard it looked into the car and <laughs> <laughs> i say oh adrian like oh and i look at her and i see her staring at me and i realize instantly but then it makes it worse oh, is that right. i realize instantly she thinks it's me <laughs> and i start laughing <laughs> so she's looking at me like <laughs> Oh, Adrian. <laughs> I can't breathe. It's hot, dude. It's, hot. it's so oh, hot. Oh, God. Dude. So that was like on so many levels. She thought I farted. That was one of my all-time favorites, man. <laughs> all-time. Hands down. <clears throat> Aside from the the truck story of us having to sleep in or cuddle with each other in the back of Ricky's truck. Dude, that one was classic. Oh, God classic <clears throat> yeah so somewhere there's a lady running around like there was this one time and this, this guy farted and he, he thought <laughs> she, to blame it on an empty and car she probably was able to smell it too so she was probably like it hit me like a punch in the face <laughs> and i turn and look at the guy who was responsible for that and he's blaming it on, on the invisible else. man yeah <laughs> and then starts laughing oh my god <clears throat> dude that was good stuff That's a, that one was the best man um <clears throat> I have some really great names for these stories. What? Spaghetti balls. <laughs> oh, dude. Let me tell that one. That one's on my list, too. <laughs> you, you want me to tell Yeah, me? yeah. All right. So I'm officially a part of the family at this point, right? Um, you lived two blocks from my dad. Yeah. 
So you and I were close to one another. So I was there every single day. So much to the point where I became fam part of the dinner, right? Yeah. Like we can't eat dinner. Let's wait for what what time are you coming up for dinner is what you would tell me, right? Mm -hmm. So it's spaghetti night. Paul, for whatever reason, decides to be a smart ass and take his pants off. <laughs> he literally dropped trout in the middle of the kitchen, left his shirt on. Right? So his wang's hanging out while he's making spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I'm like, I'm like, dude, whatever, man. I think nothing of it. Right? <laughs> so he's like, I, I think you asked me how much I wanted or whatever. Right? So you come and you serve me. And I'm sitting on the, on the floor on the, by the couch. You serve me. You're still naked. Right? <laughs> so I think that was part of the joke, right? I'm yeah, going to yeah. serve him naked and I'll put my pants Again, on or whatever. Right? stuff, Yeah. Yeah. So I start laughing again. He gives me my spaghetti, and I'm like, dude, you probably got a pube in this fucking thing. Like, I don't even know what, what to expect in the spaghetti anymore. <laughs> a couple minutes go by. I start eating. You sit down behind me, right? <laughs> yeah. At this point, I'm thinking, all right, well, the, the joke is over. Right. And you ask me a question, and I turn around, and your junk is literally in my face. And I'm like, why are you still naked? And you look down, and you go, oh, my God, I forgot to put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You were sitting there eating spaghetti dinner. I just got so comfortable. It was free. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot to put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. Naked uh, spaghetti balls, dude. That was the worst and best experience of my life. Dude. You know, when, when, I, when I think about some of those experiences, I think they're so memorable because... What people don't realize is like the laugh afterwards probably oh. lasted like two hours, if, if not that. more. Dude, yeah. We would like take a break, go outside, or and then just start laughing all over and again. And then you you think about it two days later and you start cracking up. Yeah. And then it just becomes something that just, regularly. Just think about a white man, big. You were, you were <clears throat> heftier. Heftier at this time. <clears throat> and nothing but a t shirt. And yeah. you look behind you and inches from your face is this wiener. <laughs> <laughs> i was just sitting there eating my spaghetti like nothing dude you had literally forgot to put your pants back on there was that was there was no being funny at that point you just forgot yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what made it funny oh, uh, dude. that was good um that one i'll take to the grave for sure well you kind of already told everybody so what no i'm saying like that's gonna be one of those the last things you think about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My balls eating spaghetti. Uh, I have the throw agent into the rain. Oh, yeah. That's, you should tell that story. That was fun for you, shitty for me. Yeah, that was great. <clears throat> I think we were like 19 at the time. 18 or 19. You had a house already, right? Because mm -hmm. you had a family. Um, I had asked you, I said, hey, can we invite some people over just for a few beers or whatever. And you were mad about it, but, you know, like a wife, you were like, I guess, but you were mad the whole time. Yeah, because you were inviting people I didn't like. A person you didn't oh, like. Right. It was just, the, you know, the, the the crew that I hung out with at the time. Right. A few of my friends from high school, I think I, I had just graduated high school. <clears> so, yeah, I was still close to these people. Anyway, night goes on. We're drinking. Paul's fucking annoyed. I get crazy drunk, right? And... I'm laying on the couch and I'm like, Paul, I think I gotta throw up. <laughs> and you pick me up, dude, like a rag doll, <laughs> throw me outside, into literally the... into face first into a puddle of mud. Of mud. 
of mud. Sorry, I just thought about the stupid band. I love that band. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so there I am, face first. And it was raining. Raining. Completely drunk. I can't, even if I wanted to, I couldn't pick myself up. And I just laid there. <laughs> I just laid but there. But I remember you telling me, this actually feels kind of good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a good friend would have walked me, helped me out somehow. I was a great friend. That's you, why I did that. You were so mad that you just threw me outside. <laughs> That's how mad you were. And then you were too drunk to even get up and take yeah. yourself anywhere. No, so. I just said, fuck it. I'm, just gonna, I'm already here. That was the best. The rain's waking me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, there's the cup. But again, that's me being extreme again. You, you want to go into that one? It's up to you. Do you want to? Yeah, hell yeah. You're the one who did it, not me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> God, when I think about this, I gross myself out. You know what? You know what I love about you, though. It's like uh, your gag reflex is like a lot of things gross you out to where yeah. you want to throw. Like washing dishes, if right. they sat there for a couple of days, yeah, you would always gag, <clears throat> and I would hear that gag from the other room, man. Yeah, that and that's what got me about the cup story. Well, you know, we've already started. We got to go into it. All right. So again, this is the same house. We used to hang out in the backyard all the time. I don't know for whatever reason, I had this cup. It was a Circle K cup, the big old, uh, what are they called? Thirst Busters. Big old, just kidding. No, that's 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Thirst Busters. Thirst Busters. Somebody started ashing in it. Like, I think we used it as an ashtray, a cigarette butts in there. Yeah, and then it would, like, rain. And then it would rain, and then it turned into, I'm going to pour a beer in here, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to pour some Dr. Pepper in here, or oh, I'm going to put, like, this chunk of macaroni in my cup. And, like, I started collecting weird shit in there. <laughs> and then I started peeing in it. Yeah. You started peeing in it. <laughs> And the smell started to get so bad. But we were like, dude, we've gotten but this. You you put it by the tree. Well, that's what I was getting at. Oh, okay. I said, I was, we've got, we we're like, dude, we've gotten so far. Let's just move it further out into the yard. Yeah. So we put it by, Paul had this big tree in the backyard. And we literally buried half of the cup in the ground in the front of the tree. So we can <laughs> keep yeah. collecting. Yeah. I don't even know how long this went on. So, again, we were poor, and Paul would do anything for cigarettes at this time. Anything. And and one of our friends was like, hey, I'll buy you a pack of cigarettes if you put your hand in that cup. And me and Paul look at each other, and Paul's like, I'll do it. And I was like, good, because I'm not going to. And you're like, I'll do it. And yeah. I said, are you sure you're going to get, like, fucking rabies or some, some shit out of this cup, man? Right. And you're like, yeah, I'll do it. Paul walks over. You were so hard up for cigarettes. You crawled over there, and you just put your hand palm deep dude you went down to your forearm in this cup and you started swishing on purpose on purpose like just grinding everything up and you're gagging yeah the whole time yeah yeah so we got that tells you though i'm doing the swishing and gagging at the same time but all for comedic value and i was dying dude (laughs) dying i was like this better be the best pack of cigarettes of your life and you need to and you gotta go to the hospital stat after this dude because who knows yeah what's getting on your skin dude yeah. i mean dr pepper pepsi pee beer cigarettes food like we rain water we threw whatever we could into this yeah. cup and just kept it yeah and that was like weeks maybe a month old and i got the pack of cigarettes <laughs> yeah, was, you... it was all worth it <laughs> oh. i think you even handed me one and you said something across the lines of like i did this for us yeah <laughs> most likely uh yeah um 
I did some uh, pretty gross stuff. Dude, you did. And it's so weird. Like I said, it's, <clears throat> I mean, we had to grow up, right? We've both yeah. grown up. But the person you are today, sometimes I think about our old times. Yeah. And it's like I'm thinking about an entirely different person. Right. Like, I don't know where that person is anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because now I'm very like, uh, I don't know. Boring. You can but say I- it. <laughs> I will still do just about anything for a laugh. But I don't think we do shit like that anymore. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't go to those extremes. Huh. Because I mean, you have money. You don't, exactly. And you don't smoke. Exactly. So you it's like, have uh, to. I could just go buy that myself. Uh, <laughs> I'll pay. Now I'll pay people to do the oh, fucked you're up You're the shit. payer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this isn't like a specific story. but And again, this isn't funny. But I always think about how when you and I would go on stage... So, when we would go on stage, you know, our music was heavy. So, me and Adrian would really get into it. I mean, even me, like, personally, if you remember, like, I would go hide away before a show. It could have been in front of five people or in front of 5,000. didn't matter. I mentally had to prepare for a show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm very a perfectionist, very hard on myself. I always wanted to sound perfect. I always wanted things to go right. I don't know why. I, it's just, it's weird. Something that, unless you're in that situation that you yeah. don't know so you know i would even kind of disappear and kind of get myself mentally prepared but anyways so when we would go on stage we would perform and we would really get into it yeah. you know it became physically uh uh demanding i guess you could say but one thing i always loved there was always that moment in every single oh, yeah. show that you know you're so into it i don't even notice the audience Uh, you know i'm looking at the floor i'm looking at the ceiling i mean i would spit out into the crowd and it would land on somebody yeah i I love that because people come up to me afterwards and be like oh my god you spit on me and i'd be like okay i shat myself dude you want my underwear (laughs) exactly (laughs) here you can have my underwear um but there was always that moment that we would look up at each other somehow we would just catch each other's eyes yeah and the seriousness would turn to an instant, instant smile gaze at each other. Smiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was always just for that moment. And then we were back to... Back to mad. Yeah, to playing again. Know, serious. And that was in every band that we ever did. Everyone, yeah. And uh, But I always think about that. That to me was always... It was always amazing um, because it was like, you're so into it. You're so focused on what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, we would catch eyes and it was like... I don't know. It was just like a warm, fuzzy feeling yeah. of like, yeah, yeah we're doing this because we love it. And, it you know. Instant smile. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was good shit. Yeah, man. Not all of our stories are gross and weird, right? Like, Dumb and Dumber is our, our movie. Favorite it's movie. like, dude, it's it's a heavy part of our daily shtick. Like, it's what we, it's how we express ourselves to one another. Like, when I, when I quote a line, mm-hmm. I'm not being funny. I'm trying to get my point across to you. Exactly. And you know yeah. what I'm saying and why I'm it's saying It's part it. of our vocabulary. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. We we usually quote, we quote so many movies. From, but that, uh, that's our go-to. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> that's a story in itself. But, uh, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, but our whole, I think that's one of our... Our middle ground is comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And half the, well, I would say 90% of the time, it's you dishing it out to me to do something. Yeah. And I end up obliging. Thank you. <laughs> so, thank you. Just to get that laugh. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, I mean, we could go on. We could literally do part six and seven and go all the way on. Yeah. 
Um, but Dumb and Dumber to me is part of our story. Right? Oh, yeah. that That's not what brought us together, but it's what cemented our our friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. All right. We are at... Well, actually, this is a long episode. Yeah. We're at, uh, an hour and 18 minutes. Oh, they can handle it. I don't think we should split it. That's fine. You want to keep going? You have more? Or that's no, good? no, no. I'm saying like if we, if we put it out at whatever <clears throat> oh, another time, time later on. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm saying... No, no. I thought... <laughs> I thought you said you were all right, Spider. <laughs> <laughs> Again, quotes from movies. Yeah, that's another thing, man. Like, you... I. I I was always a horror kid, mm-hmm. right? A rom-com person. And a whore. You're a whore, Peter. You're a whore, Peter. But you made me watch... Dude, like, I watched Scarface for the first time with you. Uh-huh. I watched Goodfellas for the first time with you. Yep. Kingpin. Um, Kingpin. So, like, especially mobster movies, I literally owe all all to you. Right. I love Italian mobster movies because yeah. of you. That's and, true. And Goodfellas, we quote that one all the time, mm-hmm. too. Man. Like, you, though in the movie... They say it in a serious manner, and the line is meant to be serious, and but we use it as part of our our comedy with one another. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> just like we just did. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, n- I think next time we should share some of the more uh, adventurous stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we I have think, a yeah. lot of those. Yeah, I think we should split it up. Like, I mean, today was more of the funny stuff you know? <laughs> and remembering the jumbo jack oh yeah we had to celebrate man we were we were able to enjoy the fruits of our labor and, and that's what i i love you know um when i think back to when we were touring and doing all these things you know we didn't get paid shit we were poor we yeah. were freaking poor literally starving artists dude. yeah like i mean we were like seconds away from just standing on a street corner and asking for money yeah we used to just to kind of give an example we used to go and this even goes even later on when we would go to like a denny's or something and order a drink just so we can nap in the booth yeah you know what i mean Um, because we had nowhere to stay we would sleep on people's floors sleep in the van sleep on the beach remember the the raspberry spray Oh, from a Bath and Body Works. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Sometimes we couldn't shower. I mean, you have nowhere to shower. Yeah. So we would get this amazing raspberry spray from yeah. Bath and Body Works. Yeah. And me and Adrian would spray each other yeah. with it. And it smells so good. To this day, I wish I could. I don't. I can't they find it. They still that. have it. And they but have it's the... not the same. It's not Oh, the... yeah. But that one in, in the country apple, too, was a good one. Oh, yeah. 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 <sighs> I mean, and we probably smelled like complete ass i mean i remember when we used to help run sound for debut records mm-hmm. and uh touring bands would come through and they smelled like bums like big bad time. and i was like damn that's probably what we smell like when Dude, we're there, on tour there's been many times that we would get out of our van Go back into the van, and I'd be like, "God dang, dude! Yeah, who fucking died in here? Yeah, <laughs> you know? oh man, and you then, got sweaty clothes from the night before, right? From playing, which you can't dry or wash; they're right. lumped in your bag, mm-hmm. along with sweaty underwear. I'm sure you shat in a couple of them, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and this the the benches and the seats of these vans, because we would literally play, jump in the van, move on to our next destination. Exactly. So this van absorbing our sweat yep you know what i mean yep. going back to we like to give a show so we didn't just stand around so we would come out it was like going to the gym drenched and then not in even sweat. showering afterwards yeah, yeah and then a- what we would do is we would set up the tour to where you know maybe every three or four days we would get a motel yeah and that's when it was nice because we get to shower and 
whatever and have a well kind of have a bed yeah some some somebody would always end up having to sleep on the floor and that somebody was always me because you guys would tell me i'm the smallest one <laughs> you dickheads <laughs> back then i weighed like a buck 10 you guys were like well in your 150s 190s no i was pretty thin but one fit but you're i've told you this you're big in stature oh, like true. you're yeah. big boned you're tall yeah Yes, you were thin, but you were still, you're always bigger than me. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So you were like 150. I was like a solid buck 10, dude. If yeah. That. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, those experiences. So going back to what I was originally saying, those experiences, though, when I go and I think back, they were challenging times. They were tough, but they were some of the best experiences ever. I would do it all over again. It was so much fun. 50 cents in my pocket and all, man. I would do it all over again. Yeah. That's why I always still dream to this very day about like, what would it be like now? Right. And I I want to say, what's it going to be like now? But you're going to flip on me and, and say, we should write a whole movie before we put this album up. <laughs> but, but now that we have money, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we can, for the first time, probably ever, we'd have a comfortable tour. Yeah. And I'm dying to know what it feels like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah um like that road dog life dude i i don't care how hard it was i loved it so much right and i would still do it to this very day why because we're doing what we love and you know yeah absolutely but i think like rough in it for me it changed me in terms of like how i am now yeah now i want like a nice hotel yeah i'm all about they better have robes and slippers for his feet. <laughs> exactly. Is that a dollar a dollar general shampoo bottle? How dare you? <laughs> you bring Pantene up in this bitch right now. Or I'm going to start dropping palm on everybody. I don't know if I could physically rough it though, that uh, way. I could. I got I could. back problems. Oh, jeez. <laughs> ah, dang, I'll massage your back, dude. Come on. <laughs> no, actually, I think, I think it would be fun. Let me uh, ask you a question. I, yeah. Be honest. Keep it funky. All right. When it comes to us, could you do the old things? Sleep in the same bed together? Spoon like we used oh, to? Oh, yeah, of course. Could you? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you don't want that oh, not part can, of our man. friendship anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally can. Um, I mean, I think also, like, it would have to be, like, out of necessity. Like it was back then. Because we were always, like, in a state of survival. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Like, it well, was a... uh, the Monterey house, we had many of beds or rooms. No, but I... there was rooms but no beds. Okay, but still, you could have put me in a different room. We slept together because you love me and you didn't want me to be scared. Exactly. So it wasn't... But again, necessity. <laughs> it was necessity. not necessity. Speaking and... of that, real quick, we had band practice on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I had put a note for myself to remember to talk to you about this. After band practice, we went outside and we were all talking in the front by the by the oh, mailbox. Yeah, yeah. We all saw the door open. Yeah. My first thought, I was like, did you guys see this? And you guys were like, yeah. My first thought was Daniela took the dogs out. She opened the back door. It opened it. Dude, it came inside sound asleep. So you got to experience something. What did I tell you though? Patrick was like, can you guys keep it down? Okay, please. <laughs> who, play, yeah. who pays the bills around here? You're letting the heat up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know though. No. I, you know, the more I'm here, the more comfortable I am with it. So I don't. I, not to say if I experience something, I won't freak out. Yeah. I sure as shit am not sleeping alone here. Right. I'm not feeding your dogs at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Somebody will come with me. They'll protect you. Nah, shit. Mm -mm. I'm just going to throw a fucking handful of food at them and run out. 
But anyways, I, 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 I needed to ask you about that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I paid no mind. Like I kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus you were outside of the house already. So yeah. I, I could, gonna... dude, I could have shagged ass quick. Dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have to go through your house to run out and be scared. Right. Like I just, yeah. two fingers, I'm out. All right. Yeah. Are we done for this? Yeah. One? This is a good one, man. Um, I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. This was, this meant a lot to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To those listening. You won't get the full grasp of this small, cheap burger, right? There's the onion. It's on this one little piece of onion on the side. Eat it. <laughs> Somebody was sitting on that stool last time. I don't want nobody's ass in your mouth. <laughs> Not like you haven't done it before. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 1999, Paul would have ate that fucking onion. Oh, hell onion. yeah, I would have. <laughs> I would have licked the damn stool just to get a laugh. You would have said, you're going to let it go to waste? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right are we gonna call it we're gonna call it man i think it was good um i'm glad we've made it to this point again you know for those of you who don't understand the meaning of this small cheap burger doesn't matter i know what it means to us and those of you who know me today don't get all excited that i'm gonna be running around like this was over 20 years yeah. ago yeah that everyone's like paul's back <laughs> no <laughs> there and next podcast i'll explain Target Paul We're and going Express streaking. Paul. <laughs> We're going streaking through the quad. <laughs> Who's we? Me and the... We're going streaking. <laughs> yeah, Target Paul is not back yet. I've tried. I'll explain that later, though. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening, the two and a half of you. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry it went a little longer than usual, but hopefully you got something out of it. Yep. All right. Night Cafe. Don't forget. Bye. Bye.